power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. Father, we give you glory. We give you praise. Thank you for this gathering. Let this word be cemented deep down in our spirits. And let us be doers of your word and not listeners only. Take glory, Father. Take glory, Son. Take glory, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' most excellent name, have we prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Oh, you can put your hands together for the Lord as you take your seats. Oh, how many of you are excited today? Christmas Sunday. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord if you are excited. Hallelujah. And this is our last Sunday for the year 2020. Oh, you can clap better if you want to clap, 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 clap well. The last Sunday for 2020. And we thank God for his mercies. Amen. And um, before I preach, 31st night we'll have our watch night service here. Hallelujah. We'll have our watch night service crossing over into the year 2021 i'm already excited about the year 2021 hallelujah i can assure you that i have downloaded what the focus what the focus for 2021 is going to be already hallelujah and in fact anytime i remember it i just get stirred up in my spirit amen but i won't tell you now i'll tell you on 31st night amen so 31st night we will be here at 9 p.m right 9 p.m 9 just a little after 12 we'll close okay so invite somebody come in your white hallelujah because we are entering triumphantly into a new year amen wherever you failed in 2020 in 2021 you are gaining success and victory in the name of jesus you see the last days towards a new year are very prophetic times there are things i'll declare some of them me myself i don't know what i'm talking about but i'll be speaking under the unction of the holy spirit and it's up to you to connect with these things that i see amen when we stand here we are just channels we are just like water hoses connected to the source amen so anything can come through it amen things we ourselves are not even aware of tonight hey, I'm already in 31st night. <laughs> this morning, this morning I'm going to preach a short word to you. Um, I was telling somebody some time ago that Christmas messages and Easter messages can be some of the most difficult to preach. Because it's like, everybody knows their story, the Christmas story, everybody knows the Easter story. And, you know, you have to find a way of putting it and making it beneficial to the people but as i always say you can even take genesis and preach a christmas sermon from it because everything in the bible all everything comes together to be around one person that is jesus christ amen you can take from revelation you can take from genesis you can take from isaiah anywhere so it's not supposed to be difficult like that all right so today i'm going to preach the christmas story in a certain way all right i'll use it to teach you about 
a very important subject and it's the subject of greatness somebody say greatness how many of you believe you are great people how many of you believe your children are great people yes i see great people in front of me i see fathers and mothers of great people in front of me today hallelujah and nothing will stop your greatness nothing will stop the greatness of your children nothing will stop the greatness of your descendants hallelujah today i want to preach what i've entitled the birth of greatness the birth of greatness everybody say the birth of greatness how many of you believe jesus was a great man and is a great man hallelujah yeah i'll take you through a few things relating to the birth of jesus christ that give us some insight into greatness how greatness is born amen the birth of greatness now jesus is the one single person who walked on the surface of this earth about whom books have been written more than any other personality I mean in terms of historical accounts in terms of books that have been written no single individual who walked on the surface of this earth has had volumes written about him like Jesus Christ when I was teaching you about the authenticity of the Bible I made mention of the fact that many prophecies were given about Jesus Christ and up to now more than 90% of them have been fulfilled and statisticians actually say that is nearly impossible looking at the sheer number of prophecies the time periods within which they were given at different points in time centuries and millennia apart but all of them came together so nicely and we are seeing the fulfillment of these prophecies statisticians actually believe that the probability of that happening is is is, is, is literally impossible but as the Bible says, with man it is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Hallelujah. So Jesus is a great man. He was a great man. And I want to use the birth of Jesus Christ to illustrate a few things about greatness to you. Maybe you are here today, you don't see yourself as a great person. You don't see yourself as potentially great. But I'm praying that by the time the sermon is over, you start seeing yourself differently. Hallelujah. The birth of greatness now the first thing i want to teach you about greatness in relation to jesus christ's birth is the fact that greatness can be prophesied greatness can be prophesied you can write that down i'll teach you four things about greatness as relating to the birth of jesus greatness can be prophesied now the birth of jesus christ and the things he was supposed to come and do were prophesied millennia before he himself was born one of the people god used the most to prophesy about jesus christ who he was going to be even how he looked like was a prophet isaiah there are some details about jesus christ that we can't find in the new testament but the prophecies of isaiah are what give us insight into what jesus christ was going to be like for example the fact that jesus christ wasn't a handsome man was not found in the new testament it was the prophet isaiah who prophesied it that jesus wasn't going to be a fine boy he wasn't going to be a fine boy he wasn't going to be you know 
the kind of person you say, say, oh, he's so cute, oh, he's so fine. Oh. Because the prophet Isaiah said, he had no comeliness and no charm. And he goes on to say, he had no comeliness, he had no charm that people would desire him. And God intentionally made him that way so that people will follow him for what he is saying and not for how he looks. Hallelujah. He made him such that if you decide that you are following Jesus, it's not because Charlie, the guy looks so nice. It looks so appealing, especially to the ladies. Hallelujah. If you were following Jesus, you were following him because of what he was saying. And I've said it on this pulpit before that our generation is a hair-feeling generation and not a voice-discerning generation. What do I mean by a hair-feeling generation? Isaac was blind. Like how a lot of Christians are blind. But may the Lord cure your blindness in Jesus' name. Isaac was blind and he asked Esau to prepare a meal for him. And their mother connived with Jacob. Isaac knew that Esau was a hairy man. So the mother connived with Jacob and said, Kill a sheep and use a skin on you and go and prepare a meal for your father. Let him eat and then he will bless you. Because if your brother goes before you and he gets the blessing, that is it. It is finished. So cross him and get the blessing quickly. So he put the skin of the sheep on him. And the Bible said when he went in front of Isaac, Isaac held him. And Isaac said something in his blindness. He said, this is the voice of Jacob. But the skin feels like that of Esau. So he had two choices. Jacob's voice Esau's skin he was feeling the hair of Esau so which one was he going to believe he had to choose whether he was going to believe what he was feeling with his hands or the voice that he was listening to and that is how we are now we are a hair feeling generation and not a voice discerning generation may God bring us to the point where we discern voices and not just be carried away by the packaging of things now people can't even discern between true and genuine uncorrupted anointing and people who just have a semblance of the anointing let me tell you money can make somebody look very anointed when your sound is very very good even your worst singers when they sing the wrong note cry to sound nice in the ears of people <laughs> hallelujah yeah if your sound is good you have good technology you you say things maybe i'm talking and i, I mentioned something a, a certain monument in athens and then suddenly we have the technology to let the thing just appear on the screen you like you get the message easier you flow with the message easier if you go to a meeting and the sound is bad the likelihood that you will sleep is higher the sound is bad the thing is creaking you can't hear properly you realize that you start yawning it's not demon so this one it is lack of resources hallelujah but we are a hair feeling generation we, we go for the packaging instead of listening to what the person is saying may god give us the grace to descend voices hallelujah jesus 
Jesus' greatness was prophesied. And it was said that he will not have any comeliness. He will not have any beauty. There are people who follow men of God because of their looks. They are not listening to what the person is saying. The person is talking heresies and things like that. Because God has blessed the person with good looks. I've told you before that a friend of mine, Legon, were having joint service. And Bishop Dad came to come and preach. And this lady is born again. I know her. She's a prayer warrior, everything. They did the altar call and she got up and went forward. I said, ah, I'm, no, I'm confused. I don't understand this one. When she came and sat by me again, I said, ah, but why did you answer the altar call? You are born again already. He said, oh, she just wanted to go close and have a closer look at the fine man of God. Because they're going to lift up your hands and say you're a sinner. When you are not. Hallelujah. But the Bible is saying, God didn't make Jesus a handsome man. So that when you are following him, you are following him because of the anointing. When you are following him, you are following him because of the kingdom that he's preaching. Amen. So the birth of Christ was prophesied. And God used human vessels to prophesy the birth of Jesus Christ and the greatness of Jesus Christ. Apart from Isaiah, God also used Micah. The fact that Jesus Christ was going to be born in Bethlehem was prophesied by the prophet Micah. Alright? So God used human vessels. So I want to use this to teach you the lesson that greatness can be prophesied. Hallelujah. Greatness can be prophesied. And in the prophesying of greatness, God can use human vessels to prophesy your greatness. Some of you, you may have heard a lot of prophecies about you. Oh, you will own mansions. You will own cars. You will have a big business. You will be a great kingdom financier. God used human vessels to prophesy these things into your life. Hallelujah. But then God can also use supernatural encounters to prophesy greatness. Because when you go to Luke chapter 1, let's read from verse 26 down. Mary had an encounter with an angel. May you have an encounter with an angel. Hey, you don't want to have an encounter with an angel. Or you are afraid. <laughs> he said, and in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth. Verse 27. To a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. So God sent an angel to Mary to tell her or to give her a word of prophecy. Verse 28. And the angel came into her and said, Hail thou that art highly favored. May you be highly favored in the name of Jesus. Oh, I told you that I'll be saying things, so just, just connect with it. Hallelujah. I said, May you be highly favored in the name of Jesus. And the Lord is with thee. In 2021, God will be with you every step of the way. Oh, I said in 2021, God will be with you every step of the way. He will be with you in the difficult decisions that you are taking, in the hard decisions that you are taking, the easy decisions that you will be taking. He will be with you every step of the way in Jesus' name. He said, Blessed art thou among women. You are blessed. Hallelujah. Verse 29. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind. What manner of salutation this should be? Next. And 
the angel said unto her fear not mary for thou hast found favor with god may you find favor with god may you find favor with men in the name of jesus verse 31 and behold thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name jesus verse 32 he shall be great everybody say he shall be great everybody place your hand upon your belly maybe you finish having your children but it goes for your grandchildren and declare this i say in the name of jesus say in the name of jesus say i declare that my children and my grandchildren shall be great say i declare that my children and my grandchildren shall be great in the name of jesus amen he said he shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest and the lord shall give unto him the throne of his father david verse 33 and he shall reign over the house of jacob forever and of his kingdom there shall be no end 34 then said mary unto the angel how shall this be seeing i know not a man now something great is being prophesied unto her she sees it as a privilege she sees it as as an honor but she can't see how this is going to happen because she has no man for some of you you may have received certain prophetic words certain things have been spoken into your life but as you sit right now you are wondering how is it going to be i don't have any connections i don't know any man in high places i don't have any uncle who is the ceo of any i don't have a i don't know a millionaire i don't know any financier but look at what the angel said to her verse 35 he said and the angel answered and said unto her the holy ghost shall come upon thee and the power of the highest shall overshadow you when the holy ghost comes upon you anything is possible hallelujah when the spirit of god begins to move in your life anything is possible the impossible things become possible barriers are broken down mountains become valleys high obstacles become scalable and that is why david said i know that by my god i shall run through the troop and leap over walls may you gain the strength and the power to run through troops and leap over walls in the year 2021 in the name of jesus if you believe that is your person shout amen of the highest shall overshadow thee therefore also that the holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the son of god verse 36 and behold thy cousin elizabeth she had also conceived a son in her old age and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren verse 37 he said for with god nothing shall be impossible with god nothing shall be impossible with God no dream is impossible with God no vision is impossible with God every prayer that you have prayed can be answered and it is possible for your wishes to come to pass in the name of Jesus and I pray that God will bring you to that place of answered prayer where things are moving well in your life where things are falling in the perfect places in your life where the lines are falling for you in pleasant places if you believe that is your person shout amen so this was a divine encounter a supernatural encounter so god can use human beings to prophesy unto you and god can also use supernatural divine encounters some of you tonight you have a dream hallelujah 
God will speak to you in a dream. God will, will, will make certain things that are not clear in your life clear to you in a dream in the name of Jesus Christ. Supernatural encounters. But it doesn't mean you must always wait for a supernatural encounter to know that God has set you on the path of greatness. Some of you, you are not seeing angels because you can't handle it. That's the only reason. God wants you to live <laughs> to see the prophecy come to pass. Because having angelic encounters is not, is not a joke. An angel can appear in your room and it will be like three or four times your height. Angels, they are not short, 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 short like us. Huge. Wings spread like that. Glowing. One look from their eyes, your spirit will leave you. <laughs> in Daniel, Daniel was with some people in a room. And the Bible said an angel came there. Daniel was the only one who saw the angel. The other people didn't see the angel. But the Bible said a great fear fell upon them. Even sensing the presence of an angel alone, they ran away and left. I remember one fire rally in Lagos. We were there and suddenly a certain young lady started screaming in the middle. That they carried her and brought her forward. She said she had something to say. She said while the ministration was going on, her eyes were open. And she saw a huge man with huge wings standing in the middle of the auditorium. And when she saw her, she screamed. So sometimes God prevents you from seeing some of these things because you can't handle it. Hallelujah. So you have to take their prophecies from a human beings like that. And today I'll prophesy some things upon your life. Hallelujah. But you see, the Bible says some people have entertained angels unknowingly. He said it should be good to all manner of people. Because some people have entertained angels unknowingly. It's not everybody you met in the year 2020 that was a human being. I'm putting it to you. <laughs> it's not everybody you spoke to in the year 2020 that is about to expire that was a normal human being because the bible says people who entertain angels unawares some of the small small children on the street who have been asking you for money and you have been bouncing them all the time you've never decided that you at least 50 pesos will take every day i don't have every day i don't have I'm some of them may not be human beings some of them you're giving to them is the door it's just the obedience God was waiting for you to, to, to carry out for certain doors to open I've told you before the man of God he met a child at the roadside the child came to ask for money and he said go away you these children you are scammers a prophet he went back that night and he had an open vision heaven opened and he saw the little boy standing in front of the throne of God accusing him to God another time he passed through that same place and saw the boy this time he didn't wait for the boy he said come <laughs> carried whatever money he had and gave it to the boy and that was it the boy was standing in front of the throne of God 
So when we are talking about angels, there are human angels. And then another term the Bible uses for heads of churches is angel. Not the opening type of angel. I'm, that one, I'm, I'm not talking about that one. Because in the book of Revelation, when Jesus was writing the letters to the churches, the letters were addressed to the angels of the churches. They were not talking about some supernatural being somewhere. They were talking about the, the heads, the bishops of the churches. The word angel means messenger. So as far as overflow is concerned, the, the messenger is myself. The, the angel to the church of overflow is myself. Hallelujah. So I, I prophesy angelic prophecies <laughs> into your life. Amen. So what I'm saying is that sometimes God will use human beings to prophesy to you. By divine utterance, by divine revelation. You know, one of the ways of prophesying, you the one saying the thing, you, 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 you are not aware. You don't see anything. You don't hear anything. The Holy Ghost just uses your mouth as a channel and you speak the words. I've had meetings. There was a time I went for a meeting, a conference. I finished preaching and I picked up the microphone. And normally, I mean, I'll do deliverance, you know, blah, 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 impartation and stuff like that. But this one, it was different. I went to people one-on-one and as I got to you, when I touched you, I just began to speak. And all the words that came from my mouth, I didn't remember a single one that I spoke. But I was speaking very accurate things into people's lives. It was just two weeks ago that somebody, this meeting I'm talking about was 11 years ago. It was just two weeks ago that somebody who was in that meeting called me and told me that that thing you said in that meeting just happened a week before. I didn't have an idea what I was saying. I was just speaking under the unction of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So sometimes when we are ministering from here, God may be using us to speak something into your life. And the way to connect to it, as I've said, is by just saying, Amen. Hallelujah. Mary connected to what the angel has said by saying, Be it unto me according to your word. Be it unto me means Amen. It means let it be. Amen. So when the angel finished, he just said, Amen. And the prophecy came to pass. Hallelujah. I pray that every prophetic word that has been spoken upon your life shall come to pass in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So greatness can be prophesied. Number two, great people are not necessarily born from great places. Great people are not necessarily born from great places. Great people are not necessarily born from great places. was in Nathaniel when they called him now oh, there's a man from Nazareth come and let's go and follow him he opened his mouth and said can any good thing come out of Nazareth I don't know where you are coming from maybe on the map of Ghana your village is not located like it is so insignificant Bethlehem wasn't any big town. In the song we say, Oh little town of Bethlehem. They picked it from, I think, Micah. Is it Micah 5.2? Or so. Little town of Bethlehem. Insignificant. A little village somewhere. You 
You don't need to have an aristocratic background to be great. You don't have to have an influential father, an influential uncle. Your mother shouldn't necessarily have to have honorable in front of her name or a title. Dr. So so and so, Professor So so and so, before you can be great. Hallelujah. Great people are not necessarily born in great places. Jesus' background was nothing to write home about. His immediate background. Even though he came from the lineage of David, the king, his immediate background was nothing to write home about. His father was in the lineage of David. And actually some theologians argue that his mother Mary was also from the lineage of David. According to Luke chapter 3. It's debatable. But some of these things, they don't change our fundamental truths and fundamental things we believe in Christianity. Hallelujah. The Christmas story, there are a lot of things that are controversial. But the good thing is that those things don't really, they are not dogmatic. They are not central to our faith. Amen. For example, the three wise men thing. The Bible never said three wise men. It just said wise men. But they brought three gifts. So because there were three gifts, people are assuming there were three wise men. They could have been 12. They could have been 10. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. We assume a lot of things. But these things are not central to our belief. Amen. Even the fact that Jesus' father was a carpenter is debatable. But maybe I shouldn't go into it. You say this man, you are messing up our Christmas story. It's very, very possible Joseph was not a carpenter. Why am I saying that? The Greek word that was used for the word carpenter is the word technon, which means a craftsman. A craftsman can be a wood craftsman, it can be a metal craftsman, it can be a stone craftsman. And some theologians actually argue that per where they were in the predominant occupation there it is more likely joseph was a stone catastrophe mason <laughs> than a carpenter but whether he was a carpenter a mason a watchman and whatever he is still our jesus christ hallelujah that is the most important thing the most important thing technon means craftsman and a craftsman can be in any area and they say where they lived, stone cutting was the order of the day. So his background was nothing to write home about. You know, I've heard preachers preach and argue that Jesus' parents were rich. That there's no evidence that they were poor. And those who say that, they're arguing from the point that the fact that he was born in a manger doesn't mean he was poor. Why? They said they went to the inn that is the hotel that means they had money to pay for the hotel just that the hotel was full hallelujah doesn't it sound very powerful it sounds very very powerful yeah because they went to the hotel if they didn't have money they won't go to the hotel they went to the hotel to go and pay the only problem was that people had come from various places and the hotel was full that was why they had to use the manger for their bed they turned the manger into a labor ward and Mary delivered in the manger but I can also use the scriptures to show you that they were poor hallelujah I'm saying this so that 
if you came from a background that wasn't affluent if you came from a background that struggled to make ends meet i want you to know that there's still greatness inside you hallelujah now let's look at let, let me prove it to you let's look at luke chapter 2 let's start reading from verse 21 luke chapter 2 give me nlt for that one luke chapter 2 verse 21 you know by jewish law when a woman delivers after 40 days she's supposed to go through a purification at the temple all right and this is an account of the purification he said eight days later when the baby was circumcised he was named jesus the name given him by the angel even before he was conceived next verse then it was time for their purification offering as required by the law of moses after the birth of a child so his parents took him to jerusalem to present him to the law so the eight days one was different and according to jewish law after 40 days they had to go and do a purification rite. all right verse 23 he said the law of the law says if a woman's first child is a boy he must be dedicated to the lord and jesus was a boy so he had to be dedicated to the lord verse 24 so they offered the sacrifice required in the law of the lord now look at it it's like either a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons so the verse 24 gave us what they offered all right let's go back to the verse 24 either a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons all right from the law but let's go back to the law and see what the real requirement was and see why they gave the turtle doves and the what do you call it leviticus chapter 12 let's read from verse 6 leviticus 12 6 he said when the time of purification is completed you know they were giving the people the laws now this law that they were applying in luke this is the origin this is the original he said when the time of purification is completed for either a son or a daughter the woman must bring what let's read it together a one-year-old lamb for a burnt offering and a young pigeon or turtle dove for a purification offering she must bring her offerings to the priest at the entrance of the tabernacle verse 7 he said the priest will then present them to the lord to purify her then she will be ceremonially clean again after her bleeding a childbirth these are the instructions for a woman after the birth of a son or a daughter now in the verse 8 which is the crack he said let's read it together if a woman cannot afford to bring a lamp which is the real requirement she must bring what two turtle doves or two young pigeons let's stop there <laughs> hallelujah so they are giving the turtle doves and the pigeons in luke chapter 2 it wasn't the real requirement a lamp was supposed to be part of it but the law had made provision for those who didn't have money for poor people to be able to just give two turtle doves and two pigeons hallelujah so jesus's parents were not affluent jesus's parents 
were poor. They, 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 they couldn't make ends meet. The, the requirements, the things required of them, they were struggling to do. I don't know, maybe your parents struggled to pay your school fees. Maybe your parents struggled to, to, to buy exercise books for you. Maybe your parents struggled to make life comfortable for you. But that doesn't eliminate you or that doesn't disqualify you from being a great person. Hallelujah. Sometimes when people come from unfortunate backgrounds, it makes their testimony of greatness even nicer. You don't need to have gone to the best schools in Ghana for you to be a great person. Amen. You don't need to have gone to Achimota. You don't need to have gone to Wesley Girls. You don't need to have gone to Presec or Evansipen or Pope John. For John boys, I see I should mention Pope John. In fact, the pastors, it looks like Pope John people are too many amongst us. Pastor Ernesto is Pope John. Eh? Ah. You don't need to have gone to a great school for you to become a great person. Hallelujah. There are people who are ashamed when, when they are mentioning schools that you don't want to mention. Mention it with pride because it is God that has brought you this far. See, when you go to a great school, it is expected that you will make it in life. But when you go to some village school somewhere, your primary class, you didn't have enough teachers. The class prefer to sometimes teach the class because he's the most intelligent person. Half of the time, there's nobody to teach you. You have to struggle yourself. And yet, you've been able to make it to secondary school. You've been able to enter tertiary education. It is a bigger miracle than the one who was born with a silver spoon in their mouth and had everything at their disposal don't be ashamed of your background in fact flaunt it proudly flaunt it proudly when they are mentioning the Achimotes, you to mention the Fanchineco secondary school hallelujah me when we were in medical school the people I had mad were those who came from the village schools like what this guy must have some special grace that some schools when you are there because everybody is learning you are forced to learn the competition alone you are forced to learn so you end up making it by some places you have to be self-motivated you must have a vision for yourself recently when they re released the wasi result there was some guy from some village who had eight a1s and the president has given him a scholarship to go and study in britain that's the kind of thing i'm talking about I pray that in spite of your background, in spite of where you are coming from, may, may you begin to believe that God can do something with your life. Hallelujah. And you see, even if the family is poor, that cycle will stop with you. It will break with you. You will start a new generation of, of, of prosperous people. You see, there are some names when you mention the names open doors, but somebody had to make that name. And I prophesy over your life that you will make that name, and that name will open doors for your children. That name will open doors for your grandchildren. That name will open doors for your great great grandchildren and the descendants of time. Oh, yeah. Some names are powerful, they are just a little below the name of Jesus. <laughs> when you mention them, people begin to move things begin to happen is because somebody broke through at a point in time may you be that person who will break through for your family hallelujah so great people are not necessarily born from great places they don't necessarily come from great places 
with flashy backgrounds and you see the Jews they missed it they were expecting the Messiah to be born in Jerusalem you know big city from an influential family a rich father or something it's one of the reasons why up and down they don't even accept that Jesus Christ was the Messiah, the Messiah. they are still waiting for a Messiah they'll be there the Antichrist <laughs> Radha will come because they were expecting somebody to come cast in the mold of David a great warrior who will come and liberate them from their economic difficulties and their political difficulties that was when, when Jesus, that's why when Jesus was going to enter Jerusalem they were like ah Hosanna blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord they thought a rebel leader had come he was, they were expecting that as he entered Jerusalem they would have made a political platform for him for him to mock and say Choboy hey Choboy hey Choboy hey we no go sit down make them cheat us everyday <laughs> and rouse the people they are cheating us they are stealing <laughs> they were expecting him to start mass demonstration that hey Roman people you are taking 40% of our taxes it's not good already God is taking 10% and you two are taking 40% that means 50% whatever you earn at the end of the month is only half that is for you can you imagine that right now those of you who are working you work hard and only 50% comes to you because 10% you don't go 10% the and the Romans who will take their 40% so all together 50% half of your salary is gone the people were in serious economic hardship they wanted a rebel leader somebody to come and lead them so when he entered jerusalem they thought that was what was going to happen so hey palm branches they're waiting for the speech speech no come hey this guy a cloth that we put on the ground for you don't get to walk on no we bought it with money <laughs> they were expecting an economic and political messiah just like we Christians today too, we have reduced Jesus Christ into an economic messiah. It's just about money. It's just about our pocket. I want visa. I want this. I want this. I don't want May we repent from that in Jesus' name. Jesus didn't come because of your pocket. He didn't come because of your wallet. He didn't come because of your bank account. He came because of your soul primarily. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. So the same mistake they made that time, we are also making the same mistake looking for an economic messiah so they look at the guy ah, ah no this guy he's not doing what we expected him to do instead later he went to the temple where the struggling people were trying to make ends meet by selling in the temple they've expected him to say yeah things are hard Charlie do some quack, quack, quack movement and also get some money to survive but the bible said he took a cane instead of empowering them to make more money he whipped them out of the house of he said you have turned the house of my father into a house of merchandise when they saw they said this guy is not the one we are looking for you we thought you were coming to support us to do choboy and to do rebellious things we are trying to make ends meet things are hard we are trying to make ends meet and you've come to suck us so now hosanna became crucify him he's an imposter that was why when they gave them the choice between Barabbas, Barabbas was a terrorist. He would be like a modern day suicide bomber. 
those people who fight underground they cause trouble just to create confusion for the government of the day to yield to certain demands that was the kind of person barabbas was so they were expecting jesus to be that kind of person that was why symbolically before jesus was crucified that option was given to them are you looking for a political liberator or you are looking for a spiritual liberator and the excuse me to say foolishly chose a political liberator and the spiritual liberator was killed but you see they didn't even know that it was part of god's plan for their spiritual liberation for the spiritual liberator to be killed because by his death he was able to enter hell engage the devil in an open combat and as he came out he said i am he who died and now i'm alive forevermore and the keys of death and hell are in my hands hallelujah great people are not necessarily born from great places Kwame Nkrumah's village is in Crawford if not for Kwame Nkrumah we would not know about that village nobody knows about your village but because of you your hometown will be known worldwide hallelujah right now they are debating our way to bury Rollins they said they should bury him in a village is it Tefle or something like that if they bury him there that place will become a tourist attraction before then nobody knew but at least the man has achieved something revolution he has made a name for himself hallelujah yeah number three and i want you to take this very seriously greatness is recognized in the kingdom of darkness greatness is recognized in the kingdom of darkness and this is something we shouldn't joke with The Bible tells us that wise men from the east these wise men wearing some godly old uncles they were astrologers they belong to a certain sect occultic sect called the Magi M-A-G-I later go and research about the Magi and you find out the things they used to do they were occultists there were people who were dabbling in dark arts. They used to read the stars. And the Bible says, wise men from the east, they did what? They saw a star. By their incantations and their calculations and everything, they accurately located that a great person was about to be born. And they were even able to calculate accurately and know where he was going to be born. Don't joke with the kingdom of darkness. They have serious CIA intelligence. They were able to calculate and know that at this point in time, a great person was going to be born and he was going to be born in this place. And the Bible said, they knew the stars and the things so well that they followed the star right to the doorstep. That's, that's serious occultic abilities. They were not Christians. They were not people who were worshipping God. So I want to tell you that there are ways of spotting greatness in the realm of the spirit. Hallelujah. But you see, thank God these people did not come. They were smart enough and sensitive enough in the spirit to know that this particular power, we can't fight it. The best we can do is to come and bow down in front of that power and worship it. 
So even though these people were occultists, they sensed a higher power. They perceived that a higher power had come to the earth. And the Bible said they came and bowed down and worshipped Jesus Christ. In the same way, any evil force that has located your greatness and may want to fight it, may it rather surrender to the power that God has put upon your life. On the issue of Jesus' experience being poor, somebody will wonder, ah, how can a poor family sponsor a trip? Mother, son, father to Egypt. You know the Egypt I'm talking about. When Herod wanted to kill them, they ran away to Egypt. Like a trip abroad. Many of you have not stepped outside Ghana before. But may the doors be open for you. <laughs> a trip abroad. And an entire family's trip abroad. So wonder how was this sponsored? I'll tell you. Gold. Frankincense. Man. <laughs> I believe that was how they sponsored us. So God used even the occultists to do his bidding. You see, that is why we can be here and somebody from another religion will come and donate one million dollars and say, use it to build the house of God. Use it to build your ultra-modern auditorium. Hallelujah. If occultists can sponsor Jesus Christ for his escape, because Egypt, you know, it's not like they just went there one day. The man was on a rampage killing. They, they must have stayed there for quite a while. Probably until Jesus Christ had passed two years. Because the law or the, the decree was that everybody under two years. How were they able to stay in a foreign land like that? There must have been some heavy sponsorship. I believe that gold did it. I believe that frankincense did it. I believe that mayor did it. So greatness can be recognized in the realm of the spirit. And look at the things that fought Jesus Christ. First of all, they wanted to eliminate him. Even before he blossomed. Sometimes when you have children and an enemy is attacking them with sicknesses at an early age and things like that, it may be because that child is marked for greatness. The enemy has spotted it in this. Is no, this one, we must destroy his abilities before he gets to the point where the greatness begins to show. Sometimes some of the most stubborn children, they are the chosen ones. They are the ones that have God's hands on them. So the enemy has his eyes on them. Look at Moses. Just like Jesus Christ, a decree was given that all the children should be killed. They tried, but they couldn't. And God rather gave him a way to enter into Pharaoh's house. Innocent children had to die. <laughs> but the one they were looking for himself entered Pharaoh's house and Pharaoh himself took care of him and taught him all sorts of things that helped him to be able to stand face to face with the son of Pharaoh later you see God is a mighty general you see when Satan is doing his things and God just sits up there he's just looking at you look at you small boy you are rushing me I am the alpha and the omega I have seen the end from the beginning this move you are making I saw it before you made it and I've made provision for it already me to my fourth point greatness is opposed in the kingdom of darkness 
So they don't only spot it, but they oppose it. Some people, they always contentions around their lives. Battle after battle. There are people who don't get things on a silver platter in life. Oh, they have to battle and war and fight for everything that they have. Sometimes it's a sign that there is greatness upon your life. And if you are like that, don't give up the fight. Because the time and the season of rest is coming. Hallelujah. Somebody said, true peace comes after war. Sometimes when you are being troubled, you need to fight and win the fight so that you can have your peace. May you not give up on the fight in the name of Jesus. May you continue fighting. May you continue warring. May you continue praying. May you continue disturbing the ears of God. The Bible said, I have set watchmen upon the walls of Jerusalem. And they will not keep quiet and not give God peace until he establishes Jerusalem a praise on this earth. The until factor. I pray for the grace of the until factor in you. That you will not give up until you see the promises of God come to pass in your life. The enemy fights greatness. Sometimes some of the difficulties is not flesh and blood. It's because the enemy has seen the future. He has calculated and, 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 and seen accurately that from this house in this particular year this person is going to be born and this and this and this and so so and so is what the person is going to achieve so they try to bombard with sickness try to bombard with difficult situations but i pray that god will give you the tenacity to fight every attack of the enemy god will give you the the the, the, the strength and the spirit of the conqueror to overcome any attempts of the enemy to cut short your destiny but today we stand as children of God and I stand as a pastor of this church and a shepherd of this church. And I declare upon your life today that no weapon that is fashioned against you shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise up against you in judgment you shall condemn in the name of Jesus. The Bible says there shall be no enchantment against the house of Jacob. Wherever there are machinations in the realm of the spirit, wherever there are meetings in the realm of the spirit, wherever there are plans in the realm of the spirit against your health against your career against your family against your marriage against your children today in the name of jesus christ of nazareth we invoke the lightning of jehovah we invoke the thunders of jehovah we invoke the voice of jehovah and we invoke the earthquake of jehovah may the ground on which they stand to plot begin to shake in the name of jesus christ of nazareth may the round table by which they sit to plot catch fire right now in the name of jesus christ of nazareth we send confusion into the camp of the enemy and we declare that their plans shall come to naught. hey the bible says that speak your word and it shall not stand for god is with us i declare to you today that god is with you god is by your side god is behind you the mighty hand of god pushes you in everything that you do in your ministry in your family life in your education in your career in your health in the name of jesus christ of nazareth the son of the living god and today we deploy angelic beings we deploy angelic ministers the bible says he has made his ministers as flames of fire 
Did the Lord send them with their flaming source of fire into crevices of darkness where the enemy is plotting evil against you in the year 2021? In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Accidents that have been plotted against you. Failures that have been plotted against you. Disgrace that has been plotted against you. Premature death that has been plotted against you. Today, in the name of Jesus, we declare that they are cancelled. We declare that they are cancelled. We declare that they are cancelled. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray right now. Cancel every machination of the enemy. Attack anything that the enemy is throwing at you. Anything that is attacking your greatness. Anything that is working against the greatness of your family. Anything working against the greatness of your children. Begin to attack it right now. Declare that in the coming year, it is only the will of Jehovah that shall stand in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God, the great things that God has implanted in store for you shall come to pass. The great things that God has in store for your children shall come to pass. The great plans that God has in store for your family, for your children, for your career, for your ministry shall come. Ladies and gentlemen, the solution and the antidote to the attacks of the enemy, the antidote to the plans of the enemy, it is in the place of prayer, in the place of intercession. It is on your knees that you right the wrong. It is on your knees that you make the wrong right. It is on your knees that the things that have been turned upside down are turned the right side up. Lift up your voice and pray. Come on, lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. May the Lord give you the spirit of the intercessor. May the Lord give you the spirit of the intercessor. Stand in the gap on behalf of your children. Stand in the gap on behalf of your family. Pray for your ministry. Pray for your career. Pray for your marriage. Pray for your business. Hey, it shall be glorious. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God.
of your career, of your business, of your family, of your children. Today, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we deploy the spear of Jehovah. We deploy the fire of the Holy Ghost. You see, a spear can pierce an eye and it will cease to see. Fire can burn the cornea of an eye and it will cease to see. Today, I feel like we must deploy these two implements, these two weapons. The fire of the Holy Ghost and the spear of the Lord. And we are aiming it at any eye that has located your greatness. That has located the greatness of your children. That is fighting and militating against your greatness. And today in the name of Jesus. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. Say today. By the power of prayer. By the power of the Holy Ghost. By the power of the blood. Say I deploy. I deploy. The fire of the Holy Ghost. Say I deploy. The spear of Jehovah. Against any evil. I, and that, I, that has located, that has located my, family, my family, my children, my, children, my, business, my business, my marriage, my, marriage, my, career, my career, in the name, in the name of, Jesus, of Jesus. Lift up your voice and begin to fire the spear of the Lord. Begin to deploy the fire of the Holy Ghost. Any evil eye that has located, any occult manipulation that has located, Shut up, 
Any evil hand that has been pointed against your children. Any evil hand that has been pointed against your career, your ministry, your business. Today, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we deploy the sword of the Spirit and we amputate that arm in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say today. Today. I deploy. I deploy the sword of the Spirit. Say today. Today. By the power. By the power of prayer. Of prayer. By the power. By the power of the blood. Of the blood. Say I deploy. I deploy the sword. The sword of the Spirit. Of the Spirit. Say I amputate. I amputate. I cut off. I cut off any evil arm. That is pointed. That is straight. Against my family, against my ministry, against my career, against my marriage, against my business, in the name of Jesus. Say today, say I cut it off, 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 in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice, begin to amputate, begin to cut off, begin to cut short. located in the kingdom of darkness and the eye of the devil is upon him or her. Anyone whose destiny the enemy shall attempt to cut short, 
We want to declare that we are liberating that child right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. And we are going to speak unto the lives of these ones here. Mark today, 27th of December, Amen. 2020. With one accord and with one voice, we are speaking and prophesying greatness into each and every one of them. That none of them will be a failure in life. We will not hear 10 years from now that any of these ones is a drug addict. That any of them got pregnant before getting married. That any of them has become an arm rebel. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray right now. Pray from the bottom of your heart. Pray from the depths of your spirit. Pray from the depths of your spirit. This one you must pray it until your ribs begin to In the name of Jesus. None of these ones will be delinquent. None of these ones will be wayward. 
none of these ones will be gay none of these ones will be a lesbian none of these ones will be a drug addict in the name of jesus christ of nazareth Amen. and by this prayer we enter their dna Amen. we correct any aberration in them that may manifest later as sicknesses that may manifest later as abnormalities that may manifest later as infirmities. Lift up your voice, begin to pray right now. Jesus, 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 Jesus,